Will more than two banks fail? Is it time to buy gold? Recently, the FDIC took over two banks that were in trouble. Now we have reports that an additional 20 regional banks have in excess of $650 billion in bond losses. The Fed admits that their increase in interest rates have done little to bring inflation under control. They may well increase the amount and frequency of interest rates. Isn't it time to consider gold in your portfolio? From January 1st, 2023 to today, the price of gold is up twice as much as the S&P 500. Go to blacksandwhites.us, click on the gold bar and reach out to Advisors Metals and ask Ira, is gold right for you? Call now, it's important. Welcome to Black and White, a conversation with Dan Perkins. It's time to bring all of us together to talk about the issues that concern us. It's time to hear from people who want to deal with only the facts. And it's time for you, as Americans, to re-engage in your right of freedom of speech. It's time for you to join me in the conversation on Blacks and Whites. Welcome back to Blacks and Whites. And we have a very special guest today who's rather appropriate for what's going on in New York City. We have uh, Derek Johnson. He's currently in Alabama and and has some powerful messages to the American people about Donald Trump and why Derek thinks he should still be president. But Derek, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Let's just start off with the with the with the great 800 pound gorilla. Why do you think that Donald Trump, two and a half years into the Biden presidency, should be president? Also, it's a real quick rundown. Um, if you look, uh, most, you know, data shows that roughly 75% of Americans cannot name the three branches of government. If they can't name the three branches of government, they can't talk about who writes the laws, passes the laws, interprets the laws. You don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to be a congressman, a congresswoman to understand what the law and order says. Your law, your law degree is right here. Use your brain. Um, when the president raises up an executive order, it's published in the federal registry.gov. That is where all the executive orders are located. So uh, January 17, 2017, and also June 13, 2017, which shows you three days before President Trump took over, and then five months after, we have federal continuity directives one and two that were put into place that show you an outline to the American people that all three branches of government are under a continuity of government. What is a continuity of government? It is a continuity that talks about how the government can, can still function after the United States has been attacked. Who were they attacked by? Well, we got to go back to March 2020. That's when Donald Trump became a wartime president by laws and by orders. In March 2020, Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, all of them asked Donald Trump, are you a wartime president? He said, yes, I believe I am. Well, if you look at what happened in March 2020, he's quoted back in March 2020 as saying we're in a different war. Same scenario as World War II, different war. They say clarify that. He said an invisible regime. You don't know them. I don't know them. Who knows them? The military, military intelligence. On January 20th, 2017, when Donald Trump was inaugurated, he had two military officers standing right here beside him on their headbands. One of them was military intelligence. The other was judge advocate general. In 2020, on the campaign trail, when Donald Trump said, we have it all, we've caught them all. Who is we? military intelligence. When military intelligence gathers the evidence, who judges that military court? Judge advocate generals. Okay, so in, in March 2020, Donald Trump became a wartime president between December 2017 and March 2020. 
Donald John Trump declared 10 national emergencies. And guess what? Congress is supposed to have a joint resolution for those emergencies. Well, they can't have one when they're under a continuity of government. And they didn't have one because we're under a continuity of government. So in 50 U.S. Code, Chapter 33, Section 1541, same thing Roosevelt in the same scenario. So different war, same scenario. The same scenario equals the same laws and orders from World War II. You go back to World War II, Roosevelt told Congress. He didn't ask Congress. He told Congress under Article II, it is my duty as commander in chief to protect the Constitution, protect my people. And if you don't act, I will. OK, and who's going to listen to the commander in chief? Military generals will. And who's going to listen to the generals? Their divisions. They will. OK, so in, in March 2020, by 50 U.S. Code, Chapter 33, 1541, Donald Trump did what? He, de he declared another national emergency, the 10th one. And if you go look up 50 U.S. Code, Chapter 33, 1541, it tells you by national emergencies, it tells you that when a president cannot enforce a law by national emergencies, he, he can declare war. All right. So in March 2020, an executive order 13912, also found in 10 U.S. Code, Chapter 1209, Donald Trump federalized one million National Guard to active duty. That order is active until March 2024. Biden is a continuity government. Biden is a Commonwealth Act number 71, which is also World War II Act that Roosevelt put into place for the Philippines. That president was a puppet. He met the media and the press. He was a puppet while the actual president was in what they call exile. Okay, so everything's a World War II repeat. If you look at the Military Justice Act of 2016, it wasn't passed until the 2017 National Defense Authorization Act. The Military Justice Act is the United States Supreme Court before the continuity of government, clarifying that military laws, courts, and personnel are separate from civil laws, courts, and personnel. So if Biden, if why would that order be extended to 2024? Why would the National Guard, why did we just lose two soldiers in North Alabama, got killed in North Alabama from the Tennessee National Guard? The only person who can federalize the National Guard Act of Duty is the President of the United States of America. That's 10 U.S. Code, Chapter 121406. All right. So you can't have one without the other. You can't have someone saying, well, I believe this, but I don't believe that. Title 10, any veteran like myself who watches this, who hears this, we raise our right hand under Title 10. It's under Title 10 that the only person who can federalize National Guard is the president. And this executive order, 13912, that federalized the National Guard Act of Duty is also found in 10 U.S. Code, Chapter 1209. So then when you got it, you got to look at all those, put those together, and then look at this. How do you prove that? How do I show that? The National Guard have been out of their states every single day and out of this country every single day. I have it in documentation. I take screenshots all day, every day of the aircraft, the National Guard out of their states, jurisdictions every single day since that order. All right. The other thing that shows you, Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay, Gitmo, Gitmo, Gitmo. The aircraft, there's a Gitmo aircraft in the sky as we speak right now. Gitmo call sign, Gitmo 001. How come Trump could revoke Obama's executive order to keep it open with executive order 13823? Uh, uh, and, uh, excuse me, uh, Biden can't revoke that. How come he spent his whole campaign, half his campaign, saying, I'm going to shut down Guantanamo Bay? He hasn't done it. If he was president, 
He'd have the same powers as every other president to shut it down the same way Trump revoked Obama's executive order. Space Force also proves that Biden's not president. Donald Trump established the Space Force December the 20th, 2019. There's two words that have never been uttered or stuttered out of Biden's mouth. That's the Space Force. In August and December 2022, just this past August, just this past December, the Army and the Navy of the Article 2 of the Constitution, Commander-in-Chief of the Army and the Navy, the Army and the Navy transfer all communications to the Space Force under one command. If Biden's never mentioned the word Space Force, how come he's president? That's not how the military works, ladies and gentlemen. And then one other thing to prove it to you, funeral services and inaugurations. All right. It's the United States Army. Shout out all our Army veterans out there. The rest of you, we love you, but this is a moment for the Army. It's the United States Army who performs all inauguration services for the presidents. It's also the United States Army who performs all funeral services for the presidents. The inaugurations is the old guard. It's also known as the official presidential salute battery. On January 20th, 2021, at Joint Base Andrews, both Air Force Ones were present with Donald John Trump. Biden did not receive the traditional ride into D.C. on Air Force One, not Trump Force One, Air Force One. That's the Air Force not recognizing Biden. Trump walks off a red carpet rollout from Marine One, and on the fourth ruffle, dun, 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 the fourth one of those, the 21-gun salute starts simultaneous hell to the chief with four cannons. All presidential inaugurations, you can get on YouTube and look back to JFK, four cannons. Let's go to the flip side of town. When everybody thought, the whole world thought they witnessed Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. receive an inauguration service. He raised his right hand at 1147 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is a violation of the 20th Amendment of the Constitution. Also, he did not touch the wreath at the grave of the unknown soldier, which is sacred to all those who have taken a fall in uniform. And there's also a soldier standing by that wreath without a cover on. Anybody who's been in the military knows you're always in unison. You don't walk outside without your cover on. You don't walk inside with your cover on. Okay. So then you flip over. On January 20th, so, 2021, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. received a full gray military funeral service. There were three cannons. Every funeral service uses three cannons. There were three cannons present. So explain that. The Army has four and eight years to do this service this inauguration how come there were three cannons for joe biden are you telling me the army got it wrong are you going to tell me that the army got all this wrong are you going to tell me the army flubbed up that day i don't think so so let me uh we get about two minutes left in this segment i've been letting you run uh you obviously have an incredible amount of detail i have no way of while we're on the air checking as to whether it's right or not but it, it, it the issue is you clearly have a lot of passion on this. Where did that come from? And what are you doing when you're not doing all this passionate work? Uh, doing passionate work uh, because I know what's going on. Uh, my service was cut short. I didn't get to serve as long as I wanted to. I enlisted with a degree. Um, I was uh, up for a warrant officer selection um, just months before I was severely injured. Um, and I didn't get to serve as long as I wanted to. I'm like every other veteran who got out, who um, who suffers uh, from depression sometimes and trying to find our feet back in society. Um, and I started reading the laws and the orders that Obama had put into place and and Bush and Clinton and all the way back. Um, and, uh, you know, I was finding a way to, to fulfill my service through my oath because 
like my colonel told me, hey, son, God has a place for you uh, somewhere out there. I don't know what it is, but God has a plan for you and your oath never expires. So, you know, it's just a way for me to, to treat it as if, you know, I served three years. So I'm, I'm going to treat it as I've got 17 left um, to uh, hit that 20 mark, uh, even though I'm retired through the Army. So we're going to take a break here. Where can people follow what you're doing? On the documents.info. So the documents, plural, the documents.info. Wow. Well, we're going to be back with Derek in just a moment and continue this fascinating conversation. We'll be right back. Okay. We are Americans, male and female, from many races and cultures from all over the world. One thing above all else is we are patriots who protect our nation and defend, when necessary, our Constitution from attacks both foreign and domestic. Today, as American patriots, we must take back our country from those who want to destroy it and us. We must start by taking back our children and their education. Parents, not union, should be in charge of our children's education. We must be sure that they are taught about the greatness of America and its people. Our children should not be indoctrinated with the belief that parents are racist and are evil and trying to destroy the world. As patriots, we must take back our country from foreign nations who want to destroy us and our way of life. Yes, as patriots, we want America to be first. We want an open and fair trade policy, energy independence, safe cities, and secure borders where we can grow and prosper as a nation of free people. Become an American patriot. Help take back America by voting Republican. We are having a fascinating conversation with Derek Johnson, former military, who's spent a good bit of his time since he was discharged uh, studying the Constitution and the laws and believes that Donald Trump is still the president of the United States. Um, let's, let me ask you a question. Did you watch any of the arraignment yesterday of Donald Trump? Yes, sir, I did. What was your reaction? Well, it's all part of uh, Executive Order 13848, and I tell people all the time, a lot of this stuff, you can't pick it up today because most Americans feed off of drama, emotions, and feelings, and, um, you know, with a with a guy who's smiling over such a kind of charge like this and clapping his hands, it's not a guy who's worried, and you don't have to be because it's all in orders. Um, when he started truth in this past week, it keeps talking about election interference, election interference, election interference. If you go back to Executive Order 13848, he signed that two months before any election under him. And if you read a key line in that order, it says, although no foreign power has altered the outcome or vote tabulation in any United States election. If he signed that two months before any election under him and it's titled election interference, that means the only data they had before that is 2016 and prior. Um, and I believe it was Lou Dobbs in 2007 that said that Dominion systems would have future implications on our voting systems um, and he got fired for that um, from the network he was with so executive order 13848 i think personally is the most important piece of paper since the declaration of independence because of what it does that executive order actually traps all governors attorney generals secretary of states judges and lawyers and you mentioned the speech so yesterday the speech last night all he talked about was george soros he talked about hillary clinton Jimmy Carter, Bush, he talked about uh, Hillary Clinton's lawyer was a part of the lawyer firm in this. 
Um, also, one of the daughters of the uh, DA was was or judges was working for Kamala Harris. They all tie in each other. And you got to go back to President Trump's speeches. What does he say all the time? We have it all. We've caught them all. All crimes and evidence will be displayed to the public in full accordance with the law. So they already have all this. Who is they? Military intelligence. That's why it's important to understand the Military Justice Act and when it was passed and to understand what's going on. And sure, it's a stretch for most Americans because most Americans can't even name it. They can't even say executive, judicial, and legislative. So how can they know what's going on by laws and orders? And under the Declaration of Independence, sir, it's my right, your right, our duty to what? Overthrow such government that goes against its foundation. Now, that doesn't mean incite violence at all. I'm not saying that. But it is our right and our duty. Our founders gave us that right and our duty. And we have too many Americans who can't even just, they don't even know who their local congressmen are. They don't even know who their local representatives are. They don't even, they can't even name the vice president, some of them. You know, you watch Jesse Waters and some of these guys go around the, the college campuses. Hey, who's your vice president? Hey, who won between the U.S. and Vietnam? I think the French did. A 50-50 question and they answered the French? We've got a nation in trouble, right? So it's so simple. Let me, let me ask you, let me, so... Let me play devil's advocate for a little bit. If yes, you believe, if if you believe that Donald Trump is, quote, still president, then in the Constitution, he can't run for another term because he's already served one and serving another. So he couldn't run in 2024 for president. Uh, well, the original inauguration date in history is what, March the 4th? And uh, when was this changed? I believe it was 1933 under Roosevelt. That How many mm -hmm. terms did Roosevelt serve? He was in his fourth term when he died, right? Am I, am but I they, they amended the Constitution to change sure. the limit of, of two terms. Sure, but I'm playing devil's advocate back on you now. Okay, so what? when, the, when was the Constitution written? When that's 1787? It didn't, it didn't go into effect until 1789, correct? Okay, right. so... What was the original? What did Marbury versus Madison say in 1803? Any statute that bears the appearance of a law that doesn't support the Constitution doesn't matter. So when President Trump says that they're going to investigate me, they got to investigate every president before me. Well, he's using about 95 percent of laws and orders that weren't his. Correct. So does that amendment in 33, does that does that back the Constitution? I mean, that's up to you and I, right? It'd be, it'd be up to man on, you know, currently to decide. Does we it have, we have a, a, a process under our constitution. If we're going right. to uh, amend it, it has to pass the House and the Senate. It has to be signed right. by the president, but it also has to be ratified by two thirds of the states so that right. the American people have a indirect say in the ratification. So they right. did, we, we did provide an opportunity for the American people to speak after they thought that four terms was was too much. Even even Washington mm -hmm. uh, didn't want to serve more than two terms, and there were no restrictions at that time. And John Adams, was, John Adams was the same way. Let's let's go back to the military. There are some people that think that the wokeness adopted by the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the rest of the military is degrading the American soldier and affecting their effectiveness 
and their retention and recruitment in the US military. We agree with that? Well, here's the deal. You got to look at the continuity of government once again. So when you look at the continuity of government, all right, there's one thing, that's your government, all right? Then you look at the military laws and orders put into place and what's going on. When Donald Trump calls the TV generals, he calls them TV fools, right? The TV generals like Millie, he calls them TV fools, right? They're not the real generals. Um, and you go back to 2017. We always got to go back to go back, right? 2017, Donald Trump said 23 different times from 2017 to 2018, you are a what? A central casting. He looked at multiple generals and said, you're central casting. What does that mean? Well, we can go to Google and you type in central casting. It's the leading background agency in the United States of America. The leading background actor agency in the United States of America. All right. That ain't something like if I was talking to you and you were a friend of mine or or, or vice versa, and I wanted to compliment you, um, you know, if, if you're a tough guy or, you you know, you you stand strong, you're honest and integrity, that, that's what I'd say. I'd say, hey, you know, um, you're strong, you're integrable, da, 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 da. I wouldn't look at you and go, hey, you're central casting, right? That just flies right over everybody's heads unless you know what that means. So, you know, we're watching, we're watching a giant wake up. I call it a great awakening of 2023 or when it, when it started seven years ago, uh, but we're in a great awakening, no matter how people want to slice the pie. And I know a lot of people may not be Christians out there like I am, but we're in a biblical time. When Donald Trump declared Jerusalem capital of Israel, we went to a whole, that went to a whole new platform with the history of the world, not just the U.S. So what people are watching are the exposure the exposing of the federal corporation, you know that the U.S. is a federal corporation, 28 U.S. Code 3002 in Stoutenberg versus Hennett. So that's why I make, uh, I'm pulling both uh, examples in here. When we talk about March 4, 2020, uh, I mean, excuse me, March 4th, the original inauguration day, um, when you talk about that and you talk about what supports the Constitution, well, the Organic Act of 1871 uh, Ulysses S. Grant, when you look at that, that was a definitive moment in the U.S. when we went back to the British crown. And we have multiple, multiple evidence of that. So I look at everything prior to 1871, as most Americans should, um, and everything forward from that has only hurt you and I, no matter how we stand, no matter what we believe, has not been a true checks and balance of government. So when you flip and look at the military wokeness, the wokeness, as Donald Trump talks about, he's talking about where we were headed, because I was under that same, I served from 2012 to 2015, so that's, that shows you right there. I was in that wokeness. I saw all that wokeness. I saw the poor leadership. I, I heard a two-star general cuss the president right at the time uh, in a brigade formation. Um, and luckily, I don't remember his name, and I wouldn't throw him under the bus. But you saw a lot of stuff that was just like not military bearing. You saw a lot of crazy, wild stuff going on at the time, a lot of cutbacks. So Donald Trump is speaking kind of past but he's speaking forward in a different way trying to wake up americans to go what is your right what's your duty at what point are you going to be pushed against the wall are you going to stand up and understand what your responsibilities are and then also how do we hold those certain people accountable uh we've got about two minutes left um i'm the next question i want to ask you is i don't want you to predict the 2024 election i'll, I'll predict it and say by asking if Donald Trump were to be elected president again in 2024, what do you think he will want to do? 
or we're going to reestablish the constitutional republic of which we are. Um, he also has a 1776 report uh, where we're going to, like you said, if schools don't want to teach our foundation anymore, schools don't want to teach uh, what kind of country we are, our foundation, who we are, um, you know, the greatness of, of everybody. And it doesn't have anything to do with, with what race you are. Uh, he's, he's in his 1776 report. He has Frederick Douglass. He has also uh, Martin Luther King Jr. It's not just some kind of white Anglo-Saxon kind of power trip. Um, he wants to teach our history. He said any school that doesn't do so, we're going to strip their federal funding. And so we're going to reestablish America on its constitutional principles and our moral obligations as a society and also get our government back in check of what our founders established. And that really doesn't have anything to do with, you know, what you look like, what you what you like, or, you know, what you want to smoke, what you want. As long as you're on your property, you're not harming anybody. You're not hurting anybody. He's, he's getting it back to way the original foundation was supposed to look for us Americans. And that's what it's going to look like. So how will the left react to that? Well, if you really look at it, I mean, the, the left, uh, they bark loud, but they don't have any bite. Um, and so there's a lot more people who support Donald Trump, but also people who support our nation. Um, it's not just about one man and the same thing we view in the military. It's not about one person, uh, one president. We fight as a whole. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it. Uh, you know, the left, ain't, they ain't got anything to stand on because they don't even know anything about our foundation. They know nothing about our history. They know nothing about the government of which they bark about, but they have no bite. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. We've been speaking to Derek Johnson, a patriot who is trying to help America regain its its stature and, um, and, and power. How can people follow you, Derek? So you can find me on uh, the, the documents.info um, and then uh, the1776nation.com, on Facebook, 1776nation. I'm on Telegram, Rattletrap1776, same handle on Rumble and also Twitter. And then on True Social at Derek Johnson. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. And we'll be right back after this message. Will more than two banks fail? Is it time to buy gold? Recently, the FDIC took over two banks that were in trouble. Now we have reports that an additional 20 regional banks have in excess of $650 billion in bond losses. The Fed admits that their increase in interest rates have done little to bring inflation under control. They may well increase the amount and frequency of interest rates. Isn't it time to consider gold in your portfolio? From January 1st, 2023 to today, the price of gold is up twice as much as the S&P 500. Go to blacksandwhites.us, click on the gold bar, and reach out to Advisors Metals and ask Ira, is gold right for you? Call now. It's important. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066 or go Why do Democrats hate Americans so much? 
When Hillary was running for president, she said half of Donald Trump's supporters were, quote, a basket of deplorables. Recently, Joe Biden, at a speech in Philadelphia, told America that half of us are semi-fascist terrorists. Under the First Amendment of the Constitution, we have the right to express our opinions. And if we disagree with the left, they don't have the right to take away our freedom of speech. Clearly, the statement by Hillary and Biden are designed to silence the conservatives in America. Many Americans find it easier to go along with the left and give up their right to disagree. What would America look like today if our founding fathers would have given in to the king and not fought for their freedom? Today, we must fight to take America back. Join the new generation of patriots who believe in the Constitution. Join the new revolution in America. Thank you for joining us today, and we'd like to hear your comments or questions. So go to bwradionetwork.com. That's bwradionetwork.com and give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today.